It's time for the Rose Chat Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating the world's most beloved flower, the rose. Join award-winning gardeners Chris Van Cleef and Teresa Byington as they chat with rose lovers and experts from around the globe. With each episode, you'll gain valuable knowledge and insights to achieve the rose garden you've always dreamed of. Listen now as we explore the world of roses. Try Haven Brand Soil Conditioners, providing generations of gardeners with a truly all-natural alternative to chemical fertilizers with their line of composted manure and alfalfa teas. Easy to brew and use on all indoor and outdoor plants. Find them online at manuretea.com. Hey friends, Dr. David Slezak is back today. He's going to tell us all about the roses that are winning awards to the American Rose Trials for Sustainability also known as arts. Hey, David, welcome to Rose Chat. Hi, Teresa. I'm excited to be with you again. Oh, it's wonderful to have you. Now, David, for our listeners who may be new to these trials, could you tell us about the work of arts? Sure, I'd love to. Um, So arts, the American Rose Trials for Sustainability, began in 2012 when uh, All America Rose Selections disbanded that industry-led group that was around from 1938 to 2012. So a number of us that were part of different rose research projects and and wonderful um, collaborators at, at public gardens recognized that there was a need still for rose evaluations. And by spreading out the, the people that are involved in the trial, so it wasn't all just industry-based, um, that that would help create a trial that would be strong, broad, sustainable moving forward and less susceptible to the ups and downs of sales in the industries and in the industry, um, you know, m- members going out of business and new ones coming in. So we started the, the program um, with the idea that we need to survey American consumers public garden professionals, um, garden center professionals, what is it that you value in in your roses? And from that feedback, we created the evaluation protocol that is the foundation for arts. And not surprisingly, everybody had similar priorities. Mm -hmm. So roses that were healthy, that didn't need preventative pesticide sprays in order to perform well, Um, And as we took all that feedback, um, we put together um, a monthly evaluation um, protocol that has about 45% of the score um, attributed to the health of the foliage. So we need a strong plant in order to produce those blooms. As the leaves uh, defoliate and fall off, uh, bloom production is compromised. And then another um, about... For 40-some percent of the scores is flowering. So plants that flower consistently month after month that provides that, that beauty for, for people in their gardens and their landscapes um, was highly valued, of course, as well. And then uh, the final, about 10%, is attributed to overall plant form. Uh, so people want roses, at least bush roses, that are symmetrical, um, that are full, mounded, and, and have just a beautiful shape. So we we did our homework in order to uh, create the foundation to have this trial be successful, move forward with truly meeting the needs of American uh, consumers. 
the trials are are held at typically public gardens around the nation. There's some university-based uh, gardens um, as well. And uh, the, the roses are evaluated over two growing seasons, rated uh, monthly. And some things that help set arts apart is the elevated scientific components that we put into the trials. Not, not only a relatively objective set of parameters that we evaluate every month, but also the fact that the multiple plants of each variety at a site are not planted together. Mm. They're spread out, they're randomized, um, they're given enough space at least four feet apart so we can see each plant develop to its full potential and look at its overall form versus having all of them crammed together in a tiny little plot. Um, We take data on each of the plants. So that gives us uh, more information to work with so we could do statistics. And then in order to um, make things much more objective for what roses win, uh, what we do is we plant in every trial, right alongside the trial roses, industry standards. And right now the industry standards that have um, performed well in our past trials over the years that we use are double knockout and sunrise sunset. These um, reference or control cultivars, uh, their scores, the average of their scores, form the benchmark by which um, the trial rose has to meet or surpass in Mm. order to win. We know that year by year, growing conditions are different. So having a consistent score in order to win doesn't make sense. So having those reference cultivars right with the overall pack of trial roses and using uh, their average as a benchmark um, is what we use. The The roses, they're, they're not sprayed preventatively or sprayed at all, actually, throughout the trials. They're giving given enough irrigation in order to establish well. They're not fertilized with traditional fertilizers. There's good soil prep with compost, pre-plant, ongoing mulch layer, that is added to to maintain the few inch layer as it decomposes, it provides more nutrition. So we're not trying to overly push the roses so they don't harden off for winter. We're trying to give them um, good typical gardening or garden conditions that the homeowner, that the landscaper uh, would provide. Uh, The awards are given regionally. We know that across the nation, there are so many different climates Mm -hmm. and and in order to create our climate um, areas, what, what we've used is what's called the Köppen climate system. So ecologists use uh, this climate map and the, the regions are delineated based on a combination of not only temperature, but also precipitation for moisture because the combination is, is what especially um, drives what kind of diseases come into an area, as well as other parameters of plant growth. So um, what sets arts apart compared to other trials that are trying to do things regionally is that instead of just dividing the nation in straight lines, we recognize that uh, with mountains and other features, precipitation and temperature, that they don't follow straight lines. <laughs> so so we, we use the system And as you go to our website, you can see a map of the United States with the different regions 
delineate it by different colors, see where you're at, and then click on the corresponding region to find your winners. Oh, as a backyard gardener, it makes me feel so good to know this kind of work is going on. You know, the success rate that I'm going to have by following um, the roses that you have recommended through the trials is going to elevate the success that I'm going to have in the garden. It makes all of your work <laughs> worth it to me. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad our, our, our purpose is to be able to sort through these newer roses and those that prove themselves in a particular region. Um, the goal is that we can communicate those roses to the consumers and there's a high likelihood then that they will be successful as well if they give these roses basic plant care. Um, so our, our website that, that reflects our goal and what we do is um, www.trustedroses.org. So um, as, as people know that, that roses have uh, performed well, that have met uh, these, these criterion, um, hopefully that, that gives people confidence to try roses. And if, if they're a little gun shy, if, if they try ones that have uh, one in their region, um, chances are that, that they'll be successful. Excellent. So where do, um, tell us some, where, some of the sites where the, the trials take place. Yeah, that, that's a great, great question. So um, I know that there's listeners all across the country. So as you, as you look at the website, you'll be able to see the sites and see where's a site closest to where you're at. And most of them are open um, uh, to the public. They're not behind, you know, gated um, areas mm-hmm. that, university trials but so a, a number of the sites include uh burner botanical gardens green bay botanical gardens um ryman gardens at iowa state uh nagatak valley community college hosts a site out there in connecticut um in california we have the fullerton arboretum mm-hmm. the magnolia botanical garden in mississippi at louisiana state university Um, at the LSU Egg Center Botanical Gardens in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. There's a site, Midland College in Texas, the Portland International Rose Test Garden. So uh, we're we're grateful um, working with all these wonderful team members in order to make these these trials possible. Um, It's a volunteer-based trial, so um, we, we depend on the trial site managers uh, the volunteers that that come and help take care of the roses. We have a wonderful evaluation uh, protocol and, and training manual for those that do the evaluation. We're an official 501c3. We went through all the, the paperwork and parameters, have our bylaws and conflict of interest um, m- mitigation um, protocols in place. So we're we're basically a grassroots effort with just a lot of great partners and able to pull together a, such an incredible program. So many good things happening and we do applaud our volunteers for help making it happen for sure. Now, David, let's get to the pretty stuff. Let's talk about some of the recent winners that um, our listeners may be seeing uh, for sale at their local garden centers. That's exciting, Teresa. It's always fun to, to think about these roses and think about their unique characteristics and, and what we may have a little more room for in our gardens. 
Um, so ultimately what we recommend is that, that people um, recognize what roses won for their region and focus on, on those. Um, but, but here are some that have won multiple regions that I just love to highlight. And j- just because they're the newest winner, that doesn't mean that they're the, the only rose that met all the trial parameters. So if you go to the website, you can see ones that have won last year, two years ago, five years ago uh, for your region and, and uh, make, make your choices based on the, the roses that most inspire you. So um, for 2022, so for this, this season uh, coming up here, um, there are 12 different winners across the country. And uh, some of these roses only won in one region, um, some won in up to uh, five regions. So the rose that won the most regions is a rose called Pink Freedom. And it is a pink shrub rose, and it's spread by Christian Bedard of Weeks Roses, and it's sold uh, through Spring Hill Nursery Online. So hopefully in the future, Christian was very excited, um, recognizing how widely adapted it is, and there may be some efforts to get it through some other supply chains as well. Um, so besides uh, Pink Freedom, um, some other roses that, that are just wonderful as well are two roses that are part of the Champion Series through Greenleaf Nursery. And they sell plants through a program called Garden Debut. So we should be able to find those roses in our local garden centers. Um, they're, they're not sold bare root. They're sold as finished roses that um, navigate through the supply chain to box stores and independent garden centers. And um, these have won in the three regions that blanket most of the eastern half of the United States. And uh, one of them is the Champion Sunblush Rose. And I love this one because the flowers open a beautiful yellow. They're single blooms and they're born in massive clusters. And by the next day, they become a magenta pink. Mm-hmm. So it's just a festival of color. And the transition of color as the sun hits the petals is just spectacular. It's classified as a shrub rose, um, but it has a tight habit like a typical Floribunda rose. So lots of blooms, beautiful mm-hmm. symmetrical plant. Um, this one, as well as the other uh, grand champion uh, red rose, um, were, were bred by Mian de France. And, and then uh, the champion Sunblush Rose is a joint effort with um, Miand and Will Rattler, the breeder of the Knockout Rose out of Milwaukee. And then um, the grand champion Red Rose is a beautiful, double, um, clean-looking red one, beautiful, symmetrical plant habit, um, beautiful blooms, um, similar to Double Knockout, um, but the blooms are a little bit larger, and there's... Um, maybe a little bit less of them. So more effort and a little bit larger bloom um, over over the perimeter of the plant. Just gorgeous. I'm like, I get to see pictures. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, but we will put them on our show page. And of course, go to trustedroses.org to see them. But these are absolutely beautiful and just blooms all over the shrub. Yeah, another... Another one uh, for those that, that love hybrid teas, um, that one in three of the regions is one called Pinkerbell. And Pinkerbell has a wonderful 
um, light pink mauve color, and it has darker flecks or stipples throughout the petals. It has a, a wonderful fragrance and fully double, just a gorgeous rose for cutting. And it's also bred by Miand. Um, Golden Dragon is by Ping Lim, uh, a beautiful uh, yellow rose, double rich uh, yellow rose. And Ping um, is is a breeder at Altman Plants. Um, besides um, besides uh, these these roses and suppliers, I want to highlight also one from Spring Meadow Nursery, which is based out of Michigan. And they're the ones behind the, the shrub component of the Proven Winner brand. And their shrub rose, at last, is also a winner. So it's a beautiful double apricot um, rose, grows like a floribunda. I think it might be officially classed as a shrub. And it has a, a wonderful, delightful fragrance. I have it last. I've had it. This will be its fourth year. And it was pretty. I bought it. It was blooming. It did well the first year. It did outstanding the second year and even more outstanding last year. So it is definitely a huge winner in my garden. That's great to hear. Yeah. So so there's many roses that, that have uh, won the Arts Award. And, and as people go to um, their region and, and click on the website, they can, they can see the roses that have won. So some regions have more winners than others. And, of course, it's based on um, roses doing well in their climate. And over the years, we've had over a dozen different nurseries enter roses. So we're, we're gaining steam. We're gaining credibility uh, with the rose industry, which is wonderful. So with the disbanding of All-America Rose Selections, a lot of the industry members were a bit gun-shy starting to participate in another trial because they weren't the ones controlling it. They had to trust um, the partners here that were managing the trials well and and then just, you know, take the risk that maybe their roses, you know, don't do well everywhere, don't win awards. Um, So we're we're grateful that that we've gained their trust. We, We do things to help um, protect their trust as well. So, so we only, you know, showcase the roses that have won. We don't put out um, publications that showcase all the roses that didn't win. So, so being an arts winner doesn't mean that other roses can't do well for you in your region. It's just that these are the ones that have proven themselves, and we want to uh, showcase those to the public. And and that's our approach of of our of our program. Well, well done you and your team for sure. So when will we hear about um, the next round of winners? That's a great question, Teresa. So what we love to do is announce the following year's winner in the May issue of a trade uh, magazine called Nursery Management. So for instance, the 2023 winners um, everything is in place here for us to have the debut article in the May issue here in 2022 in nursery management. And so the reason why we do that is so garden centers, landscapers can see the latest winners here as they book orders for the next year. And then uh, through that trade magazine and that debut article um, that hopefully um, allows the garden writers to know what the winners are for the next year and uh, begin thinking about 
you know, press releases and, and popular press articles uh, that, that they put together on roses. So the listeners can first know what the 2023 winners are. I'll give you a little sneak preview. There's six of them. Um, in May of um, of this of this year, and Nursery Management Magazine, even though it's a trade magazine uh, written for, designed for um, the professional um, members of the industry, so the growers, the the purchasers for garden centers, landscapers, it's available to everybody, and there's wonderful articles in there for all of us, and we can go to their website. Um, so it's nurserymag.com and, and we could look at current past issues. So keep an eye out for when the, the May issue comes live and you'll be able to see the article highlighting the six 2023 arts award winning roses. We love behind the scenes and, um, that new information. Uh, this week I did go to the website and I get the, the, the email too, but I just, uh, searched arts and there were so many good articles about your program. I couldn't believe it. It was so great. Some of them I had seen, but not all of them. So it was fun to, to get caught up on all the things that have been going on. So it's a great online magazine. So well worth the time of going there and just signing up to receive the newsletter. We're grateful for the partnership with them uh, to to be the the place where the newest winners are always debuted. And then from that article, other industry um, outlets, uh, press releases, uh, newsletter blurbs, Greenhouse Grower Magazine, other magazines, uh, they'll, they'll take that information and, and continue to share it throughout the industry and get it in the hands of the garden writers eventually. So, so we're really grateful for that um, partnership here with Nursery Management and the great editor over there, Kelly Rhoda. Well, I've had the pleasure of getting to trial some of the roses here in my garden. And, um, oh, they just do so well. One of the ones I wanted to mention that I know had been a winner was Easy on the Eyes. It is an absolutely... Um, showstopper in the garden so friends check that one out easy on the eyes it's it is another multiple region winner and it has a fragrance i mean it's like just it will stop you in your tracks in the garden it gets so much attention when people come to visit the garden it's um it's pink with uh, a blush of more purple in the middle it's a it's a single petal absolutely stunning in the garden and a wonderful fragrance so when you go to the website, get ready. There's so many beautiful roses for you to see. So you want to click on your region for those that are going to do the best in your area. David, we appreciate your team and all the volunteers and the work that's being done on this. It makes a huge difference in growing success. You're doing all the work that we don't have to do, and we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, Teresa, and I'm grateful for all the members of the team, and and maybe if there's some listeners out there that would love to get involved, maybe there's a trial site near where you live, um, we, we welcome you, and we're always looking for more trial sites to um, blanket the regions even better. So if maybe your local Rose Society, Master Gardener Group, uh, a group of um, people that love roses that are near a botanical garden 
would love to explore the possibilities to host a trial, please reach out to us through the website and we'd love to visit with you and explore the possibilities. Thank you so much, Teresa, for this opportunity to, to share about arts. Well, David, it's wonderful to have you, wonderful to catch up on these beautiful roses. And friends, thank you for joining us today. I hope you heard of some roses that will be wonderful in your garden as you're making your list. And and you'll be better armed when you go to the garden centers and the big box stores for the roses that you see there. Now, remember, you can find more information on the arts trials and see the pictures of the past winners simply by going to trustedroses.org. And until next time... Happy gardening. You've been listening to the Rose Chat Podcast with Chris Van Cleve and Teresa Byington, expert rose gardeners who want to help you achieve the rose garden of your dreams. Don't miss an episode. Listen anytime on our website at rosechatpodcast.com or listen on the go via the Rose Chat app on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Share this podcast with your social networks and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by using the hashtag RoseChat. Join us next time for another edition of the Rose Chat Podcast. The Rose Chat Podcast is a production of the Rose Chat Media Group, Birmingham, Alabama.